Welcome to another exciting adventure to jump off. This is the real, the real, the all-in podcast on the all-in network, and I'm starting off for tonight, baby, by your host Walt the Damager, alongside my man at Rob Cooper Jr. What's going on, family? Oh man, I can't call it. What's going on, brother? Oh man, it's a lot to lot to talk about uh, today, man. You know, it's, it's been a while since we've been on doing this uh, open forum. Uh, type of um, format. We've had some exciting guests. Last week was a, you know, a thunderous show with, uh, you know, Hershey and Nasir Austin uh, promoting, you know, their uh, Black Wall Street uh, project. You know, bringing Cody Santiago on, who, who's uh, agreed to come on uh, periodically with us as to be a uh, a political analyst. Political analyst. Yeah. So, you know, we're excited about that. And, and of course, a week before that, we delved into Hamilton, which is, a, a you know, another hot, um, you know, movie that, that came out on Disney Plus. But really the hottest uh, subject and topic that's out there right now is Joe Biden in the, in the campaign and him making that selection, um, a surprise selection uh, to, to some, um, disappointing selection to others, but nonetheless a selection. And that was um, Kamala Harris. Your thoughts on that? Speaking behind the scenes and how we, uh, you know, coagulated everything together, I think is definitely a high time. We may have to bring Tim from Philly back. Yeah. Because now we're seeing a transition of the powers as far as uh, the capitalist versus socialist and how the communism and Marxism all ties in right now, which is a very pivotal time because with uh, the introduction of the, the cryptocurrency, which is going to be implemented soon, um, the new talks about the uh, income, the steady income, the monthly stipends that families are going to receive is starting to pick up what Andrew Yang had discussed, you know, when he was running this campaign. So all this intertwines and is now coming to the forefront. The stuff that Biden really went against in the beginning, now they're saying in order for America to maintain its sustainability, that we're going to have to incorporate some of these ideologies. Yeah, it's interesting too. And, and Elijah Cooper, who's, uh, you know, my son in, in, in the uh, one of the uh, runners of this uh, all in network and, and founders of this network, he put out a, a nice article. Uh, go so go to all you know all in network dot net uh, and, and check out his article on Andrew Yang's uh, universal basic income, which is UBI for for short or or you know check out our social media sites uh, at Rob Cooper Jr. at Instagram. Um, you know, to, to check that article out, real informative and really breaks down, you know, some of the pieces in that uh, article. And it's funny that you said that because last year, you know, as you remember, when going back to the elections, when you had Camilla and Andrew and uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and some of the other uh, superstars, I think there was like, like 27 uh, candidates out there. In fact, they had so many Democratic candidates out there that they had, you know, to split the debates up, I think, in two. They, I think I, I called them the JV and the varsity squad. And so a lot of the messaging and pieces like that, you know, key points were just kind of lost in the crowd. And I, I would say Andrew Yang's uh, universal basic income was one of them. And it's, and it's interesting because as you can, you know, you can see now when we got hit with that pandemic, uh, you know, the American people were, were calling for that. And, and some, some politicians were as well, uh, because uh, this wasn't a, I guess, a far out or far left type ideal. 
we saw that other um, countries who may not really be deemed socialist uh, to a certain extent, you know, incorporated uh, some uh, some sort some some sort of the UBI type program for their citizens. And it's interesting that everyone pretty much did it except for the United States. Uh, you know, we had some countries that were offering, you know, $2,000 a week, some $2,000 a month. And then you got the United States who offered $1,200 for, for 10 months. So definitely, you know, the American people right now are in a are at a crossroad right now. Um, we are looking at a, a, a government that's being ran by, I'm just going to come out and say it, a, a dangerous man. Um, and, and Donald Trump, and I and I mean dangerous on on um, many aspects of it, you know, life and death. You know, when you you're seeing now uh, with the coronavirus, we have uh, close to five million COVID cases, as well as uh, about we're creeping up on 170,000 uh, deaths uh, of American uh, citizens. So this is, this is some serious business that's going on right now. And I think we, we need, we need change and getting back to Joe Biden's, his selection of uh, Camilla Harris. Uh, me personally, I believe that it's, it was the right choice. And I, uh, and I'll tell you why, uh, full disclosure, I was a Camilla Harris supporter when she was running, um, in the, uh, election, I contributed to her campaign. Uh, when um, you know she sent out the, those text messages uh, every every so often, um, you know when the time I, I kind of liked the way that she, when she threw that haymaker last, around last year this time uh, on on one of her earlier debates when she threw the haymaker at uh, Joe Biden um, about him supporting some segregationists uh, uh, back when she was uh, and she brought herself into the story saying that she was one of the little girls that were was affected by that. Now, I know a lot of folks and a lot of Biden supporters, you know, took offense to that. And then they went right back on the attack with, you know, Camilla talking about her criminal justice record and, uh, you know, how she uh, was responsible for, you know, locking up, you know, a disproportionate amount of black uh, men in particular, um, and also some young black mothers uh, for uh, children not uh, going to school or for truancy. Uh, so, I mean, I look at all that and say, yeah, I think they were all fair game. Everyone's, you know, records should be examined uh, when we, uh, you know, hit an election period. But I think after all the examination is done, after all the research is done, you know, the bottom line is that we got to come back to today. Uh, you know, what do we have in office today? What are the options that we have in uh, uh, today? And what, what do the what do the particular options look when we go to the ballot box in November? And right now, we, we see what we, we see what we have. It's either Donald Trump, who's who's pretty much taken America to a failed state. Uh, over fifty something million people um, at some point uh, throughout um, this uh, pandemic have been unemployed. Fortunately, some folks were able to regain their their jobs, but again. Uh, the unemployment level is, is extremely high. We saw businesses go out of, uh, you know, uh, businesses go out of business. We've and so still going out of business. They're, they're mm -hmm. still going out of business, you know. Uh, and, and we still have not yet uh, been able to get our full grasp on this uh, virus, on this pandemic, and on the economy. So I, I think right now, you know, with, with Joe making this choice, and he's, he had quite a, quite a few 
you know, excellent candidates. They were all qualified, as he mentioned, when he uh, introduced Camilla, you know, Susan Rice, you know, former national uh, security advisor, you know, you had Liz Warren, who who was, you know, a, a, a leading uh, Democratic um, um, senator uh, from Massachusetts and, and one of the leaders uh, behind Bernie, possibly in the progressive movement. You know, you had, uh, you know, Senator, I mean, excuse me, uh, Representative Bass uh, out of uh, California. So there was a, you know, a lot of talent uh, that he had an opportunity to, uh, you know, pick from. He even had some dark horses down there in Georgia, you know, with um, uh, the, the the mayor of Atlanta, uh, I, I, her name escapes me, but the mayor of Atlanta and then and, and also uh, Stacey Abrams, who ran for governor and was- You talking about Keisha Bottoms? Keisha, yeah, yes, Keisha Bottoms uh, in, in, in Atlanta as a mayor who's doing an outstanding job trying to manage this pandemic, and, as well as Stacey uh, Abrams, who, Abrams. Who, uh, who ran for uh, governor. So, you know, there was a lot of talent, but I believe Camilla Harris was the right choice. She was the right choice because I believe at this point, I think there should be one focus, and that one focus is to defeat uh, Donald Trump and to move this country uh, towards change. Right, and just to piggyback off what you were just saying, I know there was a lot of dismay and discord at this election and based off the rhetoric and the record that Kamala displays. But then at the same time, why would, who, who would want someone, someone that's not stirring their convictions and their striding moves to making something better that is now corrupted and run amok? So you have Kamala Harris now that is tough on her um, criminal stance and prosecutorial uh, legacies and things of that nature. We have a criminal in office. So who best to put at the forefront and on the podium to take care of those matters in their own hand than somebody such of Kamala Harris? And with that being said, even with the candidates that didn't make it with the Abrams and the Warrens and everybody else of that nature, remind you that there's still cabinet uh, spots that will need to be filled. And I do believe that they would be great picks in those cabinet positions, especially the Secretary of Education. I believe Elizabeth Warren will do a tremendous job in revamping everything that Betty DeVos is devaluing and, and just destroying now because America's youth, even with this pandemic, man, is, is suffering horribly. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that's something, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate uh, many times um, and, you know, we can we can get partisan. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm just going to really state facts. Uh, it is what it is, right? The numbers speak for themselves, right? Five million cases in the coronavirus, uh, close to 170 Americans' uh, lives perished, uh, irresponsible. Uh, so, so evidently, we, we're, we're in the need of change. You know, we didn't even get into the uh, racial and civil unrest that's, that's happening right now. We didn't even talk about the attack on the Constitution. We haven't even talked about the attack on democracy. We haven't even talked about, um, you know, a person right now who, uh, as you mentioned, uh, have, have, has committed straight up crimes and has been charged with with straight up crimes and, and had it not been uh, being able to hide behind a Republican party. So as I mentioned, you know, I don't want to get partisan, but it is, it is what it is. It is partisan. Had he not been a Republican, he'd been in jail. 
you know, and, and let's just be straight up, you know what I mean? Shock for Ty's in jail, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the former uh, um, gentleman out of Michigan, out of Detroit, he's in Kwame, jail. Yeah, Kwame Fitzpatrick. Exactly. You know, Mayor. Uh, I think Mayor Higgins out of New Orleans, he's in jail. So I mean, you know, so every time, you know, and, and they happen to be black politicians. Every time, you know, a, a black politician uh, uh, slips up and does something wrong, and rightfully so, they need to be put in jail. When you when you misappropriate hard-working taxpayers dollars the problem is when it's when the shoes on the other foot it's just brushed aside it's brushed under under the rug and it's never and these jokers are never held accountable so it you know it's good to see i think we have a a form a formidable team and i think we're ready now to you know take this thing to the next level um, and as, as i mentioned to you before i don't believe that this is something that's up for debate in fact, I could care less um, if uh, there is a presidential debate. Um, I know a lot of people are licking their chops, waiting to see Camilla go in, into a debate and eat Mike Pence up, you know, to each their own. I, you know, you know, it's it's not even going to be a match. It's not even it's not even going to be close. We know that Mike Pence is not on the level of, of Camilla Harris. Uh, so again, I mean, I can go with it or go without it, whether I watch it or not. It's not going to sway my opinion, and quite frankly. I don't believe any of the debates are going to sway any of Americans' opinion. Uh, Donald Trump has a solid 40%, 30, 33 to 40% support. Uh, these folks are going to support him. Uh, and, and he said this himself. He said he can go out and on Fifth Avenue and shoot someone. And these folks will still support him. So it is what it is. Uh, so why even debate it? I think more so, though, they're looking for the undeclared, though, Rob. Um, so, it, it, I mean, and not to disagree with you, uh, the fact of laying down a foundation of getting, uh, I say a plat, not a platform, but you need to know somebody's agenda. So mm -hmm. we already know Pence's agenda. We know Trump's agenda. They're going to keep running on their platform of, you know, crime and taxes and all. It's, it's fear mongering, basically, on from the right. But then at the same time, you want to hear what Kamala and, and and Biden has to say because you want that reassurance. Like when you're going to purchase a car, like you may know the salesman, but you don't know the product. So in order to be safe, founded on both sides, you want to get your own product knowledge from one, the salesman, and then two, the product. You want to make sure they both coincide with what you're about to purchase because it's for the long term. So with that being said, with Kamala and Biden coming out with the debate, okay, like you said, we may know what Pence is going to say. Some may be apprehensible or think they may know what Kamala is going to say. But at the same time, we need to know what the next steps are. We have a pandemic. What's our next steps? Are you going to mandate the mask? Are you going to mandate the fallback and do virtual schooling? How are you going to do with the reopening of businesses? How are you going to usher out this? This, this tax for people to get paid that's not getting paid because remember we're still looking at a 50 million deficit of unemployed individuals that's not eating they don't have clothing the shelter's about to be put out because they're still going after these convictions these are the things that the american people need to be reassured of and if you bypass it they're going to be left with that lingering not hope but that lingering anticipation of not knowing what that next step is going to be you have to give them that something to look forward to well, um, and I, I think we know the answer to it. I think, uh, you know, the Senate is now on recess until, I think, September, mid-September. 
Right. Uh, they're on vacation. Meanwhile, um, uh, you know, like you mentioned, 50 million Americans are are struggling. You right. know, uh, they're on vacation. Why? While the coronavirus is continue to rise, they're on vacation. While you know the the corona deaths continue to rise upwards into the 100 170 thousand. Um, I think they made their case. They had three and a half years, in my opinion to state their case. And, and Camilla made a really good point when she was introduced as uh, the VP uh, candidate and running mate of Joe Biden. She said, this is an open and shut case, you know? And, and, I, and I think, as you mentioned earlier, we have a, a quote unquote criminal in office. So we need a prosecutor and we need a tough prosecutor because let me tell you, you know, Donald Trump, is no joke when it comes to getting around the law. He's never been held accountable. Um, he, he, you know, this is a guy who's bankrupt businesses. This is a guy who's defrauded people in education. This is a guy who's who's produced failed, uh, you know, uh, alcohol uh, beverages. I think Trump vodka. Everything with Trump. Everything that you know Trump had his name on, pretty much. Well, let's be clear. He broke the law with the law. They mm-hmm. use the law to go That's against right. the law. That's right. So one hand washes the other. So That's in order right. for him to be able to justifiably get off of those offenses, he used those in power and of privilege and of um, profession to get off those those means. That is correct. That is correct. And I, and I agree, um, you know, with that. And I think, you know, um, the case, the, the press conference yesterday, um, and those who are listening, that would have been on Thursday. Uh, what Camilla and, uh, and Joe Biden did when they uh, came up with the press conference of mandate, asking the governors to do a national mandate on masks, made everyone make, you know, put masks. What they did was, I thought was, was outstanding. You know, they presented the facts. They say, hey, listen, and all the scientists agree that you know this pandemic we're we're heading to i i think i heard a number either 200,000 or maybe even scarier like 300,000 deaths by december um you know google that and and and, and check it out don't quote me on of course those are all projections so it's not really facts anyway but they were saying that a large percentage of those deaths can be prevented just by everyone wearing masks every time they leave the house. You know, and I, I'm seeing some responsible um, corporations um, watching some of the NBA. I see that they have some public services announcements, you know, making it cool, you know, to, to getting that message out to wear masks. Uh, and in fact, and I, I'll tell you, I live in central Pennsylvania, uh, but I often go to Philadelphia uh, quite a bit. And, it, and it's interesting because you can really see the difference when you're in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, you can see, you know, you're almost embarrassed if you walk out of there and forget your mask. Uh, you know, you, I'm running back in the house. Oh man, I forgot my mask. Let me go put it on. You know, it's kind of like you're in the out crowd, I guess. People are looking at you, you know, like you're a square. <laughs> you walk out of Philadelphia without a mask. It's like a fashion statement. But in central Pennsylvania, you know, in, in an area, and I will say this, an area that Trump carried by double digits in 2016, you know, you see folks walking around like with, with no care in the world, no concern in the world, no respect for anyone else's lives, you know, uh, you know, out here, just walking around, not following any social distancing, 
holding basketball tournaments uh, in, in, in public uh, recreation uh, facilities with hundreds of people there, crowding spaces, you know, open vendors, uh, just quite, quite frankly, just being having no respect for life. Um, you know, so, and this is all really kind of come down from the top. When, and when they see the leader doesn't respect any, any life, they, you know, when you come down to average citizens, they say, well, why should we, you know, have a respect for anyone else's lives? So I think, you know, above uh, all things, I think that it starts really, the culture needs to change because we're really setting, you know, we're really heading into a really dangerous time uh, where, um, you know, we may not be able to return from this. So, I mean, it, and if Trump is reelected, I'm not trying to sell scare tactics. And I know we hear this every four years. It's the most important election of our lives. Literally, that's the, I'll say in 2020, this is the first time where this is no lie. This is the truth. This is really <laughs> the uh, most important election of our lives. And it truly is a matter of life or death. You can you can shoot because right now we're heading down that road towards death where, you know, many people are really are living life, you know, saying, hey, I'm living life on a 14 day cycle. I don't even know if I'm going to be around just because how the you know how this virus is kind of worked, you know, 14 days from now, I'm not going to be, you know, on a ventilator or not. So, um, you know, we really need to start taking it serious and um you know, of course, it's not being taken serious at, at the highest of level. But one thing I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, too, as we're seeing some of the poll numbers right now. And of course, I have not seen any poll numbers uh, since uh, Camilla has been uh, announced as the um, VP selection. But, um, you know, up until, you know, I guess the latest polls them that I saw is nationally, of course, on the popular vote, which, you know, it means really very little. Uh, when it comes to a presidential election, but it gives us a good indication of where the candidates are. I think Joe Biden has been holding somewhat between a eight to nine point consistent um, lead, uh, particularly since uh, since late May, since the George Floyd um, murder in, in Minnesota. So with that being said, um, you know, you're seeing Donald Trump now um, openly admitting of trying to uh, disrupt the elections by uh, slowing down mail outroading by you know uh, providing some issues with the um, mailing service. What, what's your thoughts on that? A cheater will cheat by any means necessary to get what they need at the behest of just taking it. I mean, we've seen him since he's been inaugurated, hug up against dictators, author authoritarians, and, and people of that nature, and wants to be one of them. He thinks he can convert the American democracy as such as well. And like I said, I mean, it's no, it's no secret that Trump is not a politician. He wants everybody to follow under his reign like he's a king, his dictatorship, um, his rules, his way or the highway. I mean, look, there's still a plethora of positions out there that's not even filled. I mean, that alone should scare people, you know? There's positions out there, and that's probably why America's failing and crumbling and falling to the wayside now is because a lot of the stuff that needs to be done, there's no viable individual that can hold those positions and usher us through the crises. So now we have Ronald McDonald in office and he's handing out hamburgers thinking that he can pacify a situation. 
exactly you know and, and that's that's something that we really uh need to stress you know what i mean and, and particularly i think we so we understand the problem now what are we going to do about it you know we receive you know we know it's a pan we're in the middle of a pandemic uh, we know that mailing ballots is uh, something you know i guess socially responsible uh, particularly for our health you know what i mean so what are we going to do about this as as, as citizens um you know to combat this what if the uh, the elections could be um hampered by you know some interference with the po- u.s postal service what are we going to do about that <laughs> you're going to see widespread people taking to the street mm-hmm. they're going to take him out they're going to drag him out of there you ain't going to have to worry about you know uh uh just, just handing over a power board or switching other guard. You're going to have people walk up in there and usher him out of there. So he's going to be Bunker Bob for like the next couple <laughs> years because he's not going to want to be removed from office. But I mean, it's going to go without say. I mean, we're, we're coming to the tipping point as it is. Like you said, with the um, social injustices, the, the racism, just the overall non-humane efforts and tactics held by these people and even our state uh, elected officials, man, just sitting by and letting an individual tear our democracy up right before our eyes. Um, I remember uh, well, back in 2016, 2017, I remember telling you and we were having a group discussion with a couple of our other friends, what constitution? Right. And I know right. you guys kept asking me like, Yo, whoa, why do you keep saying that? Like, mm-hmm. every time we have a discussion, say, what constitution? I mean, it's there. But now you see it there brick by brick taking it apart and dismantling it before you know it like we'll be a lawless country of course we're going to be lawless because the people that's creating the laws are breaking the laws that's right so, that's right so it's like we're heading down this travesty of events that's going to lead to total anarchy that's right you know? that's right so you know so and, and as uh michael mech's uh, famous speech it, it's either the ballot or the bullet you're listening to the uh all in politics podcast and we're a part of the all in network the uh, all in network is uh located on youtube you can go to our our channel and uh like and subscribe and as Walt, what did we say Walt? man yo you go to that thing and you smash that button you smash the subscribe button <laughs> you smash that <laughs> subscribe button but it's a lot of uh good uh, content on there we have the uh the all in podcast uh, our flagship podcast which is uh, sports oriented uh with elijah and mike uh, we also have rain and bliss uh you know these young ladies are doing some phenomenal uh work uh bringing us in tune with the uh pop culture and uh and also um giving us some valuable information from a women's uh perspective we also got real deal cody deal uh who also is bringing us uh you know some of his insights uh both sports pop culture hip-hop uh and 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 so on and also as um Elijah and Mike mentioned uh, last week, we're excited to bring on, for all you gamers out there, uh, we bring it on uh, Beast Mode uh, with, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, talk about some gamers and things like that. So more information on that. So we continue to grow uh, this uh, All In Network and we hope that you would be a part of it. And also, you know, if you have uh, some guest suggestions, some topic ideals for um, All In uh, Politics, 
feel free to get at me on the gram. It's um, at Rob Cooper Jr. Again, it's at Rob Cooper Jr. on Instagram, not Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> or even even any comments or suggestions, they can put it right down. We'll put it down, provide them with the link below. That's right. That's right. Well, well man, this is, again, man, this is uh, some exciting times. You know, I think we want to spend a lot of time, I think, between now and the elections. I think as the time of this taping, we are uh, about 83 or 82 days uh, before election day. Get your uh, paperwork in order. Uh, you know, if you do plan on uh, doing mail-in ballots, understand the system is working against you and you have to take that into consideration. So the best way to work with, um, you know, the mail, uh, particularly with the snail mail, I think it's really gonna mean that this time, snail mail is gonna really mean something. Uh, so understanding that, when you know, register today Go on the internet today in, in your local uh, municipalities, your local state, uh, you know, and, and fill out, you know, any type of application or paperwork that you need so that you can get those ballots sent to you um, as soon as possible so that you can fill out and make your selection. Uh, to me, uh, I agree with um, Senator Harris. This is an open and shut case, and I'm not telling you how to vote. I mean, if you agree with uh, the way, I think Donald Trump has done an excellent job in, in really letting you know where he stands. Uh, so if you agree with, you know, what the way the country is and where, it, where it's going, you know, you know who to vote for. If you want change and you want um, to kind of stop the bleeding, then you know who else to vote for. So I think, you know, this is, this is really as, as big as a slam dunk decision um, that, that we ever made. And, and well, you mentioned uh, earlier about the undecided, you know, and I just got a message for you. If you undecided, what rock are you living under? <laughs> <Still>. <laughs> you undecided after three and a half years, you know, what are you drinking? Please, you know, inbox me, hit me on Instagram, send me, because I, I want definitely whatever you are, something that's going to put me to sleep and take me away from reality. Uh, because you're just not in tune. And I, I, I don't mean to assault anyone, but if you're undecided at this point, it, it's so cut and dry with 84 days left in, in, uh, in the uh, election. Um, I just think that you're just totally out of touch. And I'm just, and I'm, I'm going to stand by that. Yeah, remember, it's still that war for your mind, bro. So with that being said, man, you know, any, any final uh, words? things that you want to get out to the people before we close out? Uh, we'll just let them know. Like you said, man, this is our last chance at gaining back our sanity and normalcy for a decent American republic. And it's going to take you, the voter and the listening audience, to get out there and make a change. Because if you don't want it, they're not going to want it. They're going to constantly take it from you. As long as you're a willing participant to give it up, they're going to take it. And that's, that's my final say on that. All right, all right. Well, let's take us home, man. All in politics is where it's at. Here you go. So here you go. It's been another exciting adventure on a real to real to jump off. This is the All In Podcast on the All In Network. And I'm your number one main man, Walter Damager. And I'm at Rob Cooper Jr. Peace. Peace.
Start rapping after four bars, nigga, go in. I start dancing, this motherfucker.